0: Hey everybody, this is Sensei Anthony Thomas coming with another episode of the Karate Chronicles on Friday, August the 18th, and I wanted to talk about something that I saw recently. Now, not long ago, I saw a martial arts demonstration, and this demonstration, and I say that loosely, almost air quotes, this demonstration showed the martial arts student being attacked by someone with a knife. Now, that in and of itself is not a bad thing. I believe that in a integrated, realistic martial arts curriculum, there should be defense techniques against knife attacks. Now, here's my problem. First of all, the would-be attacker walked out there and basically stuck his lead arm out. And of course, the karate practitioner just let loose a barrage of techniques, punches, kicks, elbows, threw the guy to the ground, and then he takes the guy's knife away and starts making like mock stabbing motions, okay? Like, you know, finish him, Mortal Kombat style. And I thought about how from top to bottom that was the kind of charlatan display that is very dangerous and very misleading to a prospective martial arts student. Let me tell you how I know. One, I've survived a knife encounter before and you know what? I got cut. I got sliced because I presented a target that was non-lethal because I'd rather a person slice at my arm than attempt to stab me in the stomach, which is a penetrating, puncturing attack where my organs are. So one, accept the fact that you're probably gonna get hurt. The idea of people escaping unscathed from these attacks is just pure movie nonsense. It's not gonna happen that way unless you're lucky, they're unskilled, you're super skilled or a likely combination of all three. Now, first of all, anyone with a knife, excuse me, is not just gonna stick their arm out and let you do that. They're gonna thrust, 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 slice, slice, thrust. There's a variety of things they're probably gonna do if they have a weapon. Two, you had best be on your bike You're not going to stand there and let them slash and poke away. You better be moving, defending, using angle, trying to put barriers between you. And if you can, get a weapon of your own. A chair, a stick, anything that you can use. Because in my opinion, the best thing to do against a person that has a weapon, if you can't run away, is have a weapon yourself. Anyway, not going to even get into that part any deeper. If you want to practice some realistic knife defense, This is what I do. Pay a 17-year-old boy, and I only say 17 because it won't be that much money. Pay him to simulate a knife attack, and this is what you do. You go to your class, and instead of wearing your gi-top that day, wear a plain white T-shirt, right? And you give this boy, girl, whomever, give them a dry erase marker and say, I'll give you 50 bucks if you can mark up the front of my t-shirt like you were stabbing me and then practice your knife defense techniques against that person you don't want to give him 50 bucks he's trying like crazy to get 50 bucks and so the motivation is still not going to be enough to simulate a real savage life attack but it will be a motivated one because he has something to win now i want you and all of these would-be student not would-be students I want you and all the students practicing these would-be knife defenses and disarms. I want you to see, one, how long it takes for you to get the dry erase marker away from him or her, if you can at all. And two, when you do that, look at the front of your shirt and your arms and your body and see how many strikes of dry erase marker are on you. That is... Indicative of what's likely going to happen if you're not properly training. I'm going to go ahead and throw a part two on this because it's important and I'm running out of time on this particular wave. But tell me what you think. Call in because this is one of the things that really gets me not excited and angry, but motivated to speak on it. Am I crazy? Am I right? Am I wrong? Call in and let me know. Check me out on martial artsokland.com. And most important as always, Please be kind to yourselves and each other. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. This is Sensei Anthony Thomas with another episode of the Karate Chronicles on Friday, August the 18th. And this is just a part two to the knife disarming techniques that I was talking about before. So if you haven't checked that out, go ahead and check that out before you listen to this, just for a little bit of context. Quick recap is I was talking about the realistic nature versus the unrealistic nature of knife self-defense, and something that I had seen as it pertained to knife self-defense. Basically, it was a demonstration where the martial arts student disarmed and basically hacked apart the individual that attacked them with the knife. The one thing I don't think people realize or spend enough time thinking about are the legalities as it pertains to using lethal force. Now, the law is allowed to use a level of force one level above the aggressor. They're law enforcement. They have to be able to do that. If you attack them with your fist, they're allowed to use their clubs because a fair fight, quote-unquote, is not necessarily conducive to law enforcement being able to do their job as best they can or as they're hired to do. Now, let's say, as a martial artist, someone attacks me with a knife my life is in mortal danger. And if I can disarm them, let's say I do that and I snatch the knife away. If I have the option to run away or retreat, that is supposed to be my first plan of action before I jump in and start hacking a person apart. Now, let me give you a little context, an example. Someone attacks me with a knife not very skilled, I snatch the knife away from them, boom, kick them down with the front kick. Now, if I can back away, if I'm not cornered, I have to legally leave this scene. I am not allowed to step in and finish that person Mortal Kombat style. Now, let's add a little bit of uh, spice to this example. Let's say someone larger than I am tackles me to the floor And starts trying to stab me to death with a knife. I am allowed as best I can. To take that knife away. And if the person and I are still actively. Fighting for the weapon. If I can get a hold of that weapon or disarm them. If this person is actively attacking me. Then I'm allowed to use the weapon against them. Do you see the difference? The difference is. That if I can disarm a person and disengage, that has to be my legal course of action before I step in and get all stabby and potentially murder another human. Because at that point, it is murder. Okay? And if a person attacks me or attacks you or attacks someone significantly smaller or weaker than they are, and they're actively attempting to use that knife against the person... If the person happens to get control of the knife, yes, then they're allowed to use that weapon in defense of their own life because their life is literally in danger. But when I see these demonstrations, it's like, okay, the guy steps in, flat-footed, stiff-limbed, you snatch the knife away, you kick him in the face, you sweep him to the floor. At that point, they're no longer a threat to you. You're not allowed to step in and get all Gensu style with your weapon. That's just not the way it works. You can't just be lowering the squammy on people like that. You can't be delivering the coup de gras. You cannot go for the kill Mortal Kombat style people. Learn your laws. Learn the laws about lethal force. And they vary state to state. So please look into that stuff. I would hate for an otherwise righteous person to get attacked by a knife. Put the squammy on them and then go to prison because they step in and commit murder against that person. I don't know what you guys are thinking about, but I'm thinking that jail's not fun. I'm just saying. Call in, tell me what you think. Am I crazy? Am I oversimplifying? Am I undersimplifying? Is there more to it? Call in and let me know. You can also check me out on martialartsoakland.com. And again, as always, and most important, be kind to yourselves and each other. You guys have a good one. Hey everybody, this is Sensei Anthony Thomas coming with another episode of the Karate Chronicles on Saturday, August 19th. I wanted to talk about something that just came back to me. Last year, in like December, I went to see a karate tournament. Hadn't been to one in a while. I wanted to check out what was going on in the tournament world. And the one thing that tripped me out immediately was the fact that there are competitors out there who weren't wearing geese. Now, they were wearing uniforms, but they're kind of like, like almost like fashionable jumpsuits. They had different colors. They were all sorts of stuff, but they weren't geese. And I thought, man, these are martial artists who are supposed to be here in the spirit of unity and stuff like that, and they weren't wearing geese. Now, to be fair, I guess, a majority of these guys were sponsored athletes by... Paul Mitchell, or some of the other larger companies out there, or organizations. But they weren't wearing gis. It was so weird to me to see that these guys were out there competing as martial artists, but not wearing the one uniform that unifies us all as martial arts brothers and sisters. Now, I personally, at fifth degree, still wear a white gi. Some people wear black gis at a certain rank. Whatever, that's not the issue. Some people have blue geese and red geese, which I'm not really a fan of. But, they're geese. These folks are at a martial arts tournament, competing under the auspices of martial arts and martial arts brother and sisterhood, and they weren't wearing geese. That would be like going to a football game where they're not wearing football uniforms. You know, It was just weird to me that 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 was happening. It was weird to me that that was okay with everyone in attendance. I, I just, I couldn't get over that fact. And I know that I consider myself more of a purist than not. But I think there's got to be some level of uniformity or propriety or something. I mean, is it so far-fetched or so outlandish to think that we should all be able to identify and bond under the commonality we share as martial artists? Is that a problem for anybody out there? I mean, I just... Like, it really kind of soured my whole experience. Now, you could say, oh, Anthony, you're just being petty because that's just what people do these days. I mean, there's a lot of things that you could say to excuse or justify what was happening. But I was raised up under the idea that our geese unify us and make us all the same. Whether you be CEO, house husband, office person, whatever it is you do, in your gi, regardless of rank, we're all the same. And I really couldn't get past the fact that it looked like a room full of Power Rangers. It was just so weird to me to see red and gold outfits, and then green and black, and then black and white checkers. Like It was just really kind of sad to me because, in my opinion, the standards of martial arts have slipped way, way further than they should beginning with the idea that children can have black belts, you know my feelings about that. If not, check my previous waves. Then it was technical proficiency and the ability to defend yourself above all else. That's gone down. Now people talk about martial arts as a self-defense is no longer the top five reasons to study a martial art. You know how I feel about that? Check a previous wave. But it's like the standards are slipping so low that it's embarrassing to me. I think that you're not going to see any black tie events or major galas where the people are not wearing suits or tuxedos and where the women are not dressed um, in a certain way. And that's not even quite the same thing. But... There's a certain level of propriety and respect for tradition I think people need to have, and it's just going away. Like I said, it looked like a room full of Power Rangers to me, and it made me a bit sad. So, I don't know, folks. That's what I have for you. What do you think? Am I right or wrong? Am I just ranting? Do I sound crazy? Let me know, because I'd love to hear your opinion. Also, check me out on MartialArtsOakland.com. And most importantly, as always, be kind to yourselves and each other.